This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week, our podcast is brought to you by BHP. Reducing greenhouse gas emissions in the production of copper is critical. That's why BHP has committed to solar, wind and battery agreements to help power their copper mine at Olympic Dam in South Australia. It's happening now at BHP. Visit bhp.com forward slash critical to find out more. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Friday the 29th of July in your squeeze today, once in a generation economic challenges, Biden and Xi talk, the Com Games kick off, and get your guac on. This is your squeeze today. Treasurer Jim Chalmers has given his first economic update. He pre-warned us that it was going to be confronting, but while he says we're facing once-in-a-generation challenges when it comes to avoiding a recession, he also says we're faced with once-in-a-generation opportunities. But Claire, first, let's dive into what those challenges are. To start with, our nation is carrying a lot of debt. We're heading towards a trillion dollars of it. And that is in large part due to the pandemic. Of course, all that emergency spending that the Morrison government undertook. Uh, That's a situation that's going to get worse because of the impact of rising interest rates. So our government and our national debt isn't much different to the situation that mortgage holders across Australia are facing. Uh, There's also all these factors in the economy, not just here, but around the world uh, that's going to impact things. Uh, For us here in Australia, we're looking at rising inflation, rising interest rates, and also what Jim Chalmers said yesterday is that we can expect unemployment to rise. Uh, Long story short, wages won't be able to keep up with price rises for at least a couple of years. uh, And that means that our economic growth forecasts have been cut. That is why we talk about tricky economic times. As for the plan ahead, there'll be more to know come the budget in October, but he does think that we can get on top of inflation. Well, he has to because if (laughs) we don't, then our standard of living falls and that really is a serious thing for us as a nation. Uh, And that's why there's quite a bit of pain at the moment. Uh, Interest rates is one way to manage inflation. What it does is that it slows down the economy a bit so that demand comes off and the pressure on rising prices also falls. Uh, It's a cycle that the government will be pushing through. So what he says is we do need to brace for some difficult times. He also says that the government will be there to help with managing the cost of living pressures. Uh, The government's going to do things like cut childcare costs, uh, also back initiatives to upskill workers, and that eventually will help wages to grow. Uh, Also, Chalmers says that there's some work to do with untangling those really difficult supply chains that have put pressure on prices as well. As for the response from the opposition, Shadow Treasurer Angus Taylor says they'll be holding Labor to account on how they meet these economic tests. US President Joe Biden and China's President Xi Jinping have caught up, Claire. The conversation has been described as lengthy and candid. It clocked in at over two hours. As expected, Taiwan was a big topic. 
Yeah, I have to go back to when I was at high school that I was last on the phone to a couple of hours <laughs> to a mate, I think, I on a Friday night. Too. Yeah. <laughs> and what the leaders say is even though there's a lot of difficult issues uh, and a lot of difficult conversations to have, the aim really is to keep the lines of communications open. Uh, that didn't happen when Trump was the president. So just the fact that they are talking is some sort of progress. Uh, the main issue that's in focus at the moment is time. Taiwan. We talked a bit about that yesterday. Uh, but what happened on that call is that uh, Xi apparently told Biden uh, that if you play with fire, you get burned. Uh, what that means is he really wants America out of the Taiwan issue. As for Biden, the account was a bit less candid. What the White House has said is that Biden told Xi that he doesn't want to see any moves that would undermine peace and stability in the region. Of course, what's in focus is that potential visit by Speaker Nancy Pelosi to Taiwan. The two haven't met face-to-face as presidents. They did see a lot of each other when they were both vice presidents. There are a few big summits coming up, including the G20 and APEC in the later half of the year that could see them meet up in person. There's been a few developments on monkeypox lately. It was just a few days ago that the World Health Organization declared it a global health emergency. Now, our chief medical officer, Paul Kelly, has categorised it as a virus of national significance. What that means is the 44 cases that have been reported here are being managed and our local health officials think they're going to be able to manage the outbreak with local programs that will up the education and also deploy some resources. With both monkeypox and foot and mouth in the news this week, we covered off both in our shortcut episode that was out this week. Longtime squizzers will hear a familiar voice on there with you, Claire. Yeah, Kate Watson. (laughs) <laughs> She's back. Where did she come from? <laughs> yeah, we have a good chat about uh, monkeypox, what it means, where it's come from, uh, what they think it might go to. Also foot and mouth disease, which has been in the news a lot. So both of those are continuing to bubble along and we've got the background for you. As always, search for Squiz Shortcuts in your podcasting app to have a listen to that. Have you done and dusted in around 10 minutes? To business, F45 has been a pretty big thing in fitness for the last couple of years. It's a franchise founded here in Australia and it made a big push into the US last year. Its shares took a wild dive yesterday, Claire. Have you done F45? I have. (laughs) Back in the day. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's a bit of their issue. It's quite an expensive membership when you look at the options out there. Uh, What they said is that they did pretty well in the lead up to COVID. They managed to stabilise. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super, one of Australia's most awarded super funds. It can be hard to know where the best place to grow your super is, but with awards like CanStar's Outstanding Value three years in a row and Money Magazine's 2024 Ultra Long Term Performance, Aware Super's 1.1 million members can be confident their super is in good hands. Visit aware.com.au forward slash awards to find out more. Awards are only one consideration. Read the PDS and TMD on the website. 
months uh, as they got through the pandemic because people were really pretty keen when restrictions lifted to get back into those in-person experiences. Uh, But in the last few months, uh, things have really come off and what they declared to the market yesterday, they're listed on the New York Stock Exchange, uh, is that their revenue isn't so crash hot. Uh, Also, they're concerned about how that's going to affect their future plans. Uh, When they made that announcement yesterday, their share price dived 61.5%. There's a big dive. To round out yesterday's business story on Meta, they did report their first ever drop in revenue in their results yesterday, down 1% on the previous quarter. That's been put at the door of a fall in ad spending due to the economic times and competition from TikTok. The Com Games have kicked off in the UK, Claire, with the opening ceremony happening as we speak. Squash player Rachel Grinham and Kookaburra's captain Eddie Ockenden are our flag bearers. We've got high hopes for a big haul of medals. And we've got a big team as well, 431 Mm. athletes competing. Uh, Of course, we've got those usual stars in the pool, uh, also a couple to look out for on the track and field. Uh, But the Commonwealth Games, for me anyway, are really about the netball, uh, also lawn bowls, those kind of staples (laughs) that really don't happen anywhere else. So uh, women's cricket is another one that we're really favoured. So go the Aussies. Yeah, come on, Team Australia. You can find times for matches in the Squiz Today newsletter if you want to queue up a bit of sport watching, queue up some lawn bowls, no judgment here uh, for your weekend. Some snack ideas if you are heading into a weekend of sport watching with the Com Games. Avos are in an abundance, farmers are begging us to eat them. You've got a guacamole recommendation today. Yeah, an incredible stat out this week. The avocado growers say that they're producing about 22 avocados uh, for Mm. every single Australian (laughs) uh, and what we need to do is eat them. So I've got a guac recipe. Uh, It's one of my favourites. If you've been to the US and you've been to Whole Foods and bought a container of guac from there with a good bag of chips, uh, it's really a good guac. So the recipe I've made many times since, of course, coming back home, uh, it's a good one and it takes up quite a few avos so it's a good one to dive into bit of irony in what's generally known as an expensive fruit being also quite cheap at the moment in these in these times so get amongst it also in friday lights a link to elena zelenska's cover story in vogue she's of course the wife of ukrainian president vladimir zelensky links to both of these are of course in the squeeze today newsletter but i'll pop them in your episode notes as well Squiz the day or across the weekend, Claire, what are you keeping an eye on? So Saturday is the International Day of Friendship. Larissa, you and I can mark that today if you like. We can (laughs) do something like have a cup of tea at the kitchen bench maybe. That'll be exciting. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, a good one for friends on Saturday. Yeah, nice one. A good reminder to reach out and say hi perhaps to some old friends. For me, it's all about the fact that Beyonce releases her new album Renaissance today. It's out at 2 p.m. That's a highlight for anyone's Friday. And also across the weekend, of course, keen to settle in with some guac and watch the Com Games. That's all from us. Have a great weekend. We will be back with you on Monday.